0: Hello, this is Shalane
1: and this is Jenny and welcome to oh girl, All oh right. girl, oh girl, oh girl. Yeah, welcome back. we <laughs> <You're> can <reading it. laughs> <laughs> That's right. Woohoo, so excited to have everybody back with us. Hey, happy 4th of July weekend, Shalane.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes,
1: yes happy 4th of July. July. It's hard to remember that when, um, you know. There's still a pandemic. There is still COVID. You better be hiding out in your bunker down there in Florida because it is crazy.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It's like every day I look at the news and it's like another 5,000 cases. and I'm just like, I'm just going to stay yeah. in my little corner of the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Stay sheltered. Mm-hmm. Then don't come up here because it ain't any better up here in Georgia, but we will make the best of it on our 4th of July weekend. That's right. Yay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So episode, and um, by the way, it's episode ten. What
0: ten?
1: Yeah. Did you ten? think I, I said? Remember when we talked about this? I was like, I don't know if we got ten. Do so we got mm-hmm. ten in us? Yeah, we got ten in us. Woo! We got ten. <laughs> That's Yay. awesome. No. So how should we celebrate?
0: Hmm. Well, I know a way. Hmm. Okay, Jenny.
1: Yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> hey, I was waiting. Mm-hmm. So this week we are talking about all things fun in the summer. Fun and food. That's what we were talking about. Mm. Um, so I happen to be flipping through, seriously, uh, the latest episode of Food Network Magazine, uh, which is the only one that I still get. I like to cook a lot, as you know. So I used to get yes. like Epicurious and Cooking Light and all the cooking um, magazines and i decided i needed to like it was an addiction i needed to stop so <laughs> i still get the one and i was slipping through it and it was it was actually their summer recipe thing and they had a recipe for a cocktail that really grossed me out <laughs> Oh no! but it reminded me of something that i really thought was delicious so let me just tell you the theme of our drinks this week is floats yes alcoholic floats. Now, first of all, let me say, let's just throw it out there up front. Shalane is lactose intolerant. She can't have ice cream. So I do have something for you. So do not panic. Okay. You're, you're taken care of. So first of all, let me tell you about the one, because I do want to hear from our listeners if they think that they would drink this or not. Because it's three things that I like. It's just three things that combine sound disgusting altogether. So what it is <laughs> that I saw was a strawberry prosecco float and mm. that's where they lost me I love me some Prosecco but they want you to take like you know strawberries when you make a strawberry shortcake and you sprinkle sugar over them so they get a little mushy and liquidy yes. they want you to do that and then they want you to throw that in the bottom of the glass and they want you to fill your champagne glass with ice cream uh. vanilla ice cream that's where you lost me. And then I know you can't eat it anyway, but still, and then pour Prosecco over it. And I do not think champagne and ice cream sound good together. No, that's, just, that's too I, much. I, mean, I don't know, dude, maybe I would eat a bowl of ice cream with a glass of champagne on the side. Cause I'll eat, I'll drink champagne whenever <laughs> champagne and Prosecco and Moscato are some damn delicious right.
0: mm-hmm. beverages,
1: but it grossed me out. But what it reminded me of was this really fun little short trip we took last year um we went up to visit um, my brother and sister in- law who live in Maggie Valley, and I'm gonna get I think it's North Carolina or South Carolina, though I can never get the mm-hmm. Carolinas correct. So everybody right. look up wherever Maggie Valley is, it's beautiful, it's in the mountains. It was really nice, and they had a um, a whiskey distillery in town. And so we scooped up all the brothers and sisters, and we drove ourselves down to the whiskey distillery and took took a little tour. And they have root beer whiskey. Ugh. And, no, dude. Okay, first of all, they had, Sam. like, at the end, this is, it, it was a free.
0: See, I don't like root beer. I think that's my problem. I think oh, it was really? anything else. Yeah, I do not oh. like root beer. Nope.
1: I know I have friends out there that love root beer, and I've had a discussion with one of our listeners about which brand is best. Um, I can't remember. I love A&W root beer from the A&W root beer stand. Mm. I don't know if that, was that a thing by you? It was a it was an Illinois thing, so I don't oh. know. A and W does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, it they had does. A okay, mm-hmm. um, and and there's Barks, and there's a couple other, but I love root beer, um, and I love root beer floats. Root beer floats is really that like reminds me of summer. That would be a big summertime thing is root beer floats. So mm-hmm. we got this root beer whiskey. They had a tasting. It was a, it was a free tour, and included in the free tour was or like a five dollar tour. It was really cheap, and you got seven shots.
0: oh my god that's a drink
1: dude i know really well seven shots is more than a drink but you got seven shots and it was all the different flavors of (laughs) whiskey. well okay girl all right um but then you also got two glasses and you could get like there was shot glasses and pint glasses and they were these beautiful etched glasses so we got those and we'll put those up for a picture for sure and then um and you could buy the, the alcohol separate. So like literally you could get wasted for like $5, seven shots of whiskey, come on now. Mm-hmm. And they had all these different flavors. They did have peach, which bleh, but but um, no. I didn't drink that shot. No. But the, we tasted the root <laughs> beer and I was like, it was so delicious. And so we got that and you pour it into root beer and literally you're drinking spiked root beer. It's really good. So of course, last summer we had that root, we still have a little bit of that root beer left whiskey. We tried it with the root beer whiskey float. And let me tell you something, It was delicious. So today Mm -hmm. I'm drinking, I don't know if you can hear this. Hang on. Oh. there you go. I'm drinking my root beer float. Mm. Now for you. Well, yeah. Now for you. I know. Here's the thing. I discovered there's a brand of ice cream and it's called Jenny's and it's spelled the way my name is spelled J-E-N-I. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Jenny's ice cream is delicious. And I know, again, you can't have it, but she makes something called Froze. And it is a rosé wine flavored sherbet. And I know Ooh. you can have sherbet. So mm-hmm. for you, you have a frosé float because you just take the frosé and you pour rosé over it. Sparkling okay. rosé. So there you go. Now you mm. could also, I would say you could put the frosé in a champagne without the ice cream. Just the frosé in the champagne. And I would, I would be all right with that. Mm -hmm. I would actually be okay with that. So um, I don't know if you – I can't really toast you because I can Mm – cheers.
0: Cheers. Hold on. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yes. All right. There you go.
1: So Mm -hmm. there's our summer cocktails. They're refreshing, and they're delicious. And so while I get my spoon and start eating my ice cream out of this thing, why don't you do (laughs) do our our shout-outs so that I can enjoy my cocktail.
0: Mm, how convenient
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) well my mouth was full
0: (laughs) (laughs) so everybody thank you so much again for listening um we it's amazing how many people are writing in and are sharing our podcast so thank you again for doing that we can be found on instagram and on facebook with old girl podcast and that is o-h-g-u-r-l podcast and on twitter we are podcast girl because you know some heifer took our handle i just like saying it (laughs) but and since we are talking about social media i went ahead and gathered a list of 10 who have started following us and checking us out and writing reviews for us so i wanted to go ahead and just give them a little love on air so today we have with my next picked podcast shoot the flick now I'm gonna spell this and p- try to pronounce it. It's C I N E P H E L L A S. So I'm thinking Cinephile. Cinephiles. Cinephile. Okay. Uh well it's P H E L L A S, like fellas. So Cinefellas. Cinefellas. Yes. Okay. Oh All like right. Cinderella, but Cinefellas, because they 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 do a movie review. So movies, Cinef- yeah. Yeah. All so, right. Hey, guys. Um, Alpha Pods, you know, what's, you know, what's awesome pod, (laughs) the geeks strike back. They're fun. I went ahead and checked out their, their little podcast episode. They are cute, real cute. Um, see our favorite podcast. Um, I like beer, the podcast and last but not least, ah! <laughs> um, Andrea Rica, R I C C A. So that's who I have for this week. So thank you so much for showing and showing us some love and, um, check us out, give us review and we will review right back. Thanks guys.
1: Yeah. Hey, I want to give a shout out to someone that shared our podcast, um, H, uh, I, you gotta help me because she. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's Lana. Yes. Lana, Lana, Lana. I can't. Well, I don't know. Let's. let's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. I couldn't yes. remember. I'm like, yay! Hey, thanks for the shout out. Oh yeah. So yeah, because mm-hmm. she gave us. She gave us some love. So yay for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So oh, Fourth oh, of July. Wait wait wait. Well, and by the way, she is Evil Queen six 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 on social media. If you want to check her out because she's just cool. <laughs>
1: Evil Queen six six six. That <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. That is a handle right there. Yes. (laughs) That's scaring me. Okay. Um, So we're talking about things that we love for the summer. Again, we're we're keeping up with our, just like having a good, fun, summer, enjoyable time and things that we love. And one of my fondest memories of summertime when I was a kid, um, and it happened to be around 4th of July, um, was spending a week at my grandma's house with my family. My family's from Dixon, Illinois, very Mm. small farm town in Illinois. It is it's claim to fame is actually that is where Ronald Reagan was born and lived when he was a child. So that was, it was, you know, his childhood home is there that you can tour and whatnot. Um, but they also had a very, very famous and award winning festival every summer called the Petunia Festival. Mm. And it was a big deal. And we would go every summer to the Petunia Festival and we'd spend a week there. Um, What's really funny about Dixon is they have this arch. They're also famous. You can Google the Dixon arch and you'll see it. It's an arch over the main street downtown and has a petunia in the middle and it says, you know, Dixon, Illinois, petunia, home of the Petunia Festival. And, it, you know, you have to drive under the arch to get in, you know, to get through town and it's just a thing. Um, but they would plant petunias in, you know, like May or June to, so they would be nice and full and grown by the Fourth of July weekend for the Petunia Festival through the entire town between the curb. And the sidewalk through every main street, through all of Dixon, there was um, flower beds, and it would be pink petunias mm-hmm. all over the place. And that's so, pretty. And, you know, pink is my favorite color. And mm-hmm. maybe that's why, because I grew up with that bright pink petunia um, as a memory. So, we would go to the Petunia Festival. Now, here's the thing it was a week long thing. It ended, it would be all week long with a carnival, and there's all sorts of stuff. And then at the end of the week, there was Um, a parade on Saturday where people would compete for money. Like there was like float competition and car competition, all this stuff. And and there was a marching band competition Mm. and they were all in the parade. And then they had the competition on Sunday afternoon and Sunday night they had fireworks. So it was like this whole week long thing. So we would get up there and spend the week going to the carnival and whatnot. Now the thing that I remember that was like really fun was my grandma would do this game. And this is like, little kid thing but in her dresser which actually her dresser is sitting in my bedroom right now because I inherited her furniture um she would have this little beat up kind of I don't know six inch long beige leather coin purse it in her drawer and it was hidden under all her stuff but she knew we would always look for it so when we would come all year long at some point you'd make your way into grandma's room open up the dresser and find the coin purse and it would be empty. And then when we arrived for Petunia Fest, we, me and my brother would make a beeline into the bedroom to look for that coin purse because lo and behold, in the same spot it's been all year, it was full of change, money, and sometimes <laughs> dollars or $5. And we thought it was magic. We literally for years thought it was this magical coin purse that knew when it was time to fill itself up I mean like and that's when you're a kid and you got to have magic and you got to have you know imagination Mm -hmm. when you're a kid and we would and it would just be quarters and dimes and you know what she did was obviously she kept all her change all year and then would like hide it and then put it in that coin purse and that was our money to spend at the carnival because back then in the 70s you know that's sweet yeah Mm mm-hmm so, you know, you could get on a carnival ride for a quarter, you could play a game for a quarter. So, we had tons of quarters and, and uh, we would share it. And that was how we would, you know, play for the week at our carnival. So, I always remember Grandma's magical corn, coin purse as one of my favorite memories. Also, I also love this because this always made me laugh. Do you remember, I don't know how many carnivals you went to way back when, their games were a little bit different. There were a lot of like handheld games. So there was this game where they would stack in the center, like you would stand around on four sides of like a little tent and -hmm. they would stack plates and dishes and vases and stuff. And they called it carnival glass. That's what they called it. It was probably just cheap glass. And now it's expensive because it's like rare, but you'd you'd throw um, coins at it like Mm -hmm. quarters or dimes or pennies or whatever. And if it landed on something or in something, you won it. That was, that was the prize. And the other one that grandma would play was they used to have, um, it started out with the glass, you know, glass bottles of Coke with like, you know, the, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the six packs or what, but it was RC Cola. I don't know why it was never Coke. It was RC Cola. And they'd have (laughs) all those bottles and you would throw a ring and try and ring it around one of Mm -hmm. the RC bottles. Mm -hmm. And then it changed when the two liters came out. And that was a big thing. It changed into the plastic two liters, which I'm sure was probably a lot easier for the carnival people. Cause you know, you'd hit those glass bottles with a plastic ring and you'd break them. You know, there was always things. Sh- Same with the plates. You throw the coin, you hit it wrong and there's glass breaking. So, yeah. um, but grandma would sit at those. She loved both of those games to the point where we would go off me and my mom and my dad, my, bro- or my, you know, whatever. And we would go ride rides and you just leave grandma and my aunt Dorothy Pitching pennies at the plates and throwing rings, and I'm not kidding you. By the end of the week, we would probably have 15 bottles of RC cola. Oh my god! And like, and a bunch of plates and crap. So I just remember they loved pitching to get RC cola. That was the best thing ever for them. Um, and we would play it every once in a while. The one that I did win one year, because God forbid should you do this, but I threw a ping pong ball at a goldfish bowl and got it in, and I won a goldfish, which uh-huh. meant now we got to keep a goldfish. Yep. So <laughs> we that goldfish lived for probably I don't know seven years, and it wow. it it survived us moving from Rock Island to Spring Valley. It survived a move somehow and still lived in that in the aquarium that we had. And we that dumb goldfish. My mom and dad were probably so pissed that I ended up with a goldfish. They had to get the whole setup for it, and that goldfish <laughs> lived forever. So I want a goldfish. So I loved. I loved the the festival the magic of it. Now, one of the moments that I remember strongly in my head of the magic being revealed like looking on the other side of the mirror, understanding that there's a backstage to everything Mm -hmm. was probably when I was, I want to say fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. And one of the things part of (laughs) this is so stupid. Uh, Part of the festival included a big pancake breakfast, which was in the morning, but the way to get to the big pancake breakfast tent, which you had to park where the carnival was and walk through the carnival when it wasn't working. Like Mm -hmm. it was, you know, yeah, and get into the 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 tent for the food, right? So, yes. you just cut through, fine, whatever. Well, one year we walked through, and I finally saw what really it was to be a carny because <laughs> yes. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys, back in the seventies, if people don't know, I'm sure y'all are remembering. Like, people would run away with the carnival, like that wasn't <laughs> like, you know <laughs> that what I mean? Threat.
0: That was my threat to my mother. I'm going to run away and join the carnival.
1: Yeah, Yeah, or join the circus. Well, these people, like, I didn't understand that you you lived with the carnival as it traveled around. Like, you didn't go home at night. It wasn't people from the town working the carnival. I didn't understand that. And so we're walking through this thing. It's, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. And the other thing I never understood was, like, the fun house and the haunted house when you go to the carnival. I never understood until I walked around the backside of my parents that, that day is that it was just a semi truck trailer. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause obviously oh, I have to haul them around, yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's not like it was like they set up a big house and it was really a haunted house. Some, I didn't get that. So this was like, you know, like I said, the curtain being revealed and I'm getting the backside, but what got me was there was a dude sleeping underneath the semi trailer on like a, like one of those old lawn chair lounges that with the webbing, like Mm -hmm. that he just had reclined. So it wasn't even like a cot. It wasn't like he had a sleeping bag. He was in his clothes and his little cot was or his lawn chair was pushed underneath the the semi truck. So it was between the ground and the bottom of the semi truck just so he didn't get wet if it rained. And that's where he was sleeping. And I was like, mom, what's that? She's like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like dragging me along and that's when i had i had they had to explain to me over pancakes and sausage at the pancake breakfast that this is people's jobs and this is what they do and they travel around and they may not have a home and i re- like the magic was torn away from my eyes that these were just like you know weird sketchy dudes that traveled mm-hmm. around and weird sketchy and, dudes <laughs> and thus you know the magic was over um I still got to tell you, if my grandma was alive today, I would still effing believe that that coin purse was real. Though I would for sure believe that that coin purse magically filled because I still believe in that. But yeah, so that was that was my fun time um, as a kid. Now when I when I grew up, we did have a lot of um, Fourth of July parties at our house. I distinctly remember one where when I was working at um, the the party rental company that I worked for me and my coworkers all got together with their partners. There was like six of us, seven of us. And we brought home a margarita machine. Oh, um, it was a five gallon margarita machine mm-hmm. and we okay. emptied it That's twice, mm-hmm. twice, 10 gallons, 10 gallons of margaritas, eight people do the okay. math. That is a party. <laughs> uh, that is right. Uh, we did not go and watch fireworks that year. We stayed at our house and everybody spent the night cause we were hammered. Uh, but that was a good one. Now, unfortunately, over the years, and it really makes me sad because i got to tell you, you know, I've had cats. I I had three cats over my life, but then we got our dogs. It wasn't until we got our dogs that I realized that it bothered the cats too, but we just didn't know it until we saw how much fireworks bother our dogs. And we still had two cats and two dogs when we first had everybody together, but it wasn't until we got the dogs and saw how much it bothered them that we noticed that the cats were acting weird too. And we never realized that that's what it was. So I hate to say it. Um, 4th of July has ended for us in fun. Really? We, we can have people over during the day, but at night we're hunkered in. We got, you know, the TV blaring, like whatever it can be to keep it so the dogs. Don't hear the fireworks cause they freak out. It's a hot mess.
0: Yeah. So I can relate. I, can relate. I
1: know you, yours, yours are too, right? Like you yeah. just um, don't like I mean, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my oldest dog, Ringo, he is just, I mean, I remember, gosh, I mean, I want to say for like the last five years, he's really just regressed horribly when it comes to fireworks to the point where not just 4th of July, but Memorial Day, mm-hmm, New Year's, mm-hmm. any any holiday that there's a fireworks and then mm-hmm. for the random asshole that just wants to shoot one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, yeah. You know, my oldest goes nuts. Uh, Ringo actually jumped through the screen door when we were trying to unload a car coming Aww. back from his mom's house during the fourth of july weekend because our lovely neighbors out back were you know they weren't i don't know what happened to like what happened to sparklers you know <laughs> right <laughs> they're, they're, out there, they're out there with roaming candles and all this stuff and yeah, yeah. My dog is going sideways, so yeah so i have to find right now i have like a i found like a cbd type of uh you know, a little thing from Petco and yeah. that, that kind of works, but we'll see. But um, We but, tried
1: a calming pill once yeah. and it didn't do anything. Now, the thing is, is with, with them getting a little bit older, yeah. um, Roxy doesn't hear them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stella's a little bit more chill where she'll stay next to me, but this is kind of this is it, it's sad But it's kind of funny It the the year that we had because we had Stella for three years before we had Roxy mm-hmm. So there was a time where we just had but Stella did not like the fireworks That's when we learned it and that's when we learned that the cats didn't either But the year we got Roxy it was first fourth of July ever because she would like if we haven't already remind everyone Roxy was a puppy mill dog. So she lived in a cage at a puppy mill. So fourth yeah. of July we had neighbors that would, the same thing, like you said, they had all the home stuff, but they would always let off a tester. And do you know those, I don't know what you call them, but they just make a big loud bang. There's no sparkler with them. They just go boom, but they sound yeah. like like a nuclear explosion. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all, they, They'd they always let like one or two of those off like at four o'clock. You know what I mean? And so we were getting ready. We had, you know, we were going to have people over for dinner. So we're cooking and Roxy had her little feet up on the, um, we had a floor to ceiling, window and she had her feet up on the ledge of the window and she was looking outside and I just happened to see her and I was like what you doing rocks you looking outside and she was being all cute and all of a sudden because I didn't know it was coming one of those booms went off Uh-oh. and and she went Bleh! like that and mm-hmm. it just t- she tensed up and a turd flew out of her butt and flew across the room Oh my God. like like she projectile, projectile shot <laughs> a poop out of her butt because it scared her so much and I was like. <laughs>
0: projectile poop i love it she shot it
1: it went flying like her own little firework but it it literally scared the shit out of her Mm -mm. it was and i laughed and then i realized what it was is that it scared her and i'm like oh no now we've got two that are scared but yeah so you know and people don't care people and like i have a facebook page through my neighborhood and everybody's like please don't do it you know that it scares the dogs you know and they're like you know screw you go fuck yourself we're gonna do fireworks anyway because it's fourth of july america you know and i'm like all right
0: yeah so well,
1: we're getting ready to batten down the hatches and yeah
0: well and see it up and live with, with ringo is now I, I discovered this is how smart dogs are so with ringo it's not just the sound it's the flash so we have to like oh, really? close the blinds too yeah like oh. i remember we were watching stranger things you know, the, the last season that just yes. came out. I to, yeah. I had to fast forward through that spot because, you know, it was like 1230 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I'm watching that. And of course, you know, my, my little Ringo follows me everywhere. So he's watching TV too and he sees the fireworks and he starts barking. So I had to like fast, fo- <laughs> fast forward through that oh, because man. he's like waking up the whole household. So yeah, Ringo is like uber sensitive when it comes to fireworks and like thunder and lightning. Yeah, that's always a blast during summertime here. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you having to, like, you know, blare the, the TV. But I want to get to the part that I love, because we're t- – well, Right. We're just, so like, I was going to say, gonna go so cheers eight. anyway. Yeah.
1: So. so cheers to um, uh, Things We Love, and yes. now it's your turn. So yes. Yay. Things I
0: love. Okay. So – for me growing up summertime it was a little different, you know, because I as I mentioned uh, last week we were talking about summertime and for me that meant picking blueberries. So yay me, uh-huh. yeah, you know. So but my brother is a July baby. So not necessarily the 4th of July, but Since his birthday is July 30th, that's when we were like, it was like a holiday at our house. And I was like, thank God, because instead of picking blueberries all day, it was a half day. Yay. And we would get dressed up. We made enough money so we could enjoy our birthday celebration with my brother, Wayne. Love you, Wayne. And we around our area, because this was in New Jersey, so Browns Mills, New Jersey, uh, to be exact. So we had Gino's, Gino's fried chicken. I don't know who Gino was, but that was like our KFC. So we would all go there and get a big bucket of chicken. That's right, chicken, <laughs> fried chicken. With the rolls, right? So we would do that, and then afterwards we would go to Saint Anne's Catholic Church because there they had their own little carnival that would come in, and they had like the tilt a whirl, and then they had yep. a wheel, and they had a bumper cars, and then we too had those carnival games. But with us, they had like the bowl of goldfish. But this is where they got a little sketchy, you know. I I didn't really uh-huh. agree with this. They would put plates over the over the fish bowls, right? Mm-hmm. So not all of them, but just some of them. So it's like you would throw your 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 quarter, you either threw a quarter or you threw a ball. So mm-hmm. yeah. And so I'm like, I don't think those fishes really appreciate the, the pennies <laughs> you know on the you know <laughs> yeah. one pennies thrown at them or quarters yeah. for that matter. So I was like, meh to that. But my favorite game were the uh you would like take your gun and shoot, it was a water gun and you would shoot it yes! the circle, and then like it was a game it was, so it was like um like um like a horse racing game so you would yes! shoot oh my wheel, god and, and you would have to like hold it and whoever held it in the center the longest went the furthest and the fastest so
1: fastest yep. yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm, so there was that i, I love that game and of course a little basketball hoop game and you know did some you games, play the yeah.
1: gopher The hit the gopher game Oh, is that what you're um, talking about? With the with the Gophers Gophers pop out of the hole? Said, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah? There you yeah, go. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> I forgot mm-hmm. about that. You just said yes. that. I love that yep. game. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's probably oh. why now, like when I go to places like Dave and Buster's, you know, you go into Dave and Buster's, it's just really a big adult carnival with a bar. Yeah. Next to it, so yeah, that's like the first place I zip right over there. Whack a mole! <laughs> I love whack a mole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, but so yeah, that was like the biggest memories. And then of course, too, my mom, you know, being she, you know, she's you know Filipina, she made the best egg rolls and lumpia. So of course, she, I remember making a whole bunch, and she would sell them at the carnival. And my mom's egg rolls were so big it was like it was more like a like a a chipotle burrito because she was able to (laughs) she barely got that egg roll wrapper to close but man she put everything like she would put all the proteins in there chicken shrimp beef (laughs) all in there yeah all in there yeah it was good stuff there but I, I just remember and then um the the tilt to whirl. That was that was my favorite because I I let that's like to go my around. favorite too. Yeah. I because it goes around but then it spins too. You know. So okay,
1: did you ever okay? So my mom. This is I do remember this. My mom taught us this trick where you got to get all the weight on one side.
0: Yes. To make it you got
1: yes, <laughs> and then if it starts going the other way, then you got to slide to the other side, yes. and you would just like it. So it's kind of like a science experiment, yes. That you had to be like, mm-hmm. Go to the left, go to the left, go to the left, and, you, yep. and then it would stop, you, go to the <laughs> right, go to the right, yes,
0: mm-hmm. yes. I, yes. Agree. but you know what? I think back now, like I, where we live, there's a, um, a high lie park. Um, I don't think they really use it anymore, but um excuse me, Oof, my my, my frosé is coming. <laughs> um, they have like the little carnival that comes in. And I just think to myself, they ain't no hell in no way. No way I would go on any of those rides because they just come yeah. in and go out. And they I don't know if they got stuff held together with like masking tape and cardboard and some bubble gum. I don't know. But some of them rides <laughs> look rickety as hell.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that's how they all are. And like nowadays, like I would still go on a tilt a whirl without a doubt. I would ride yeah. a tilt a whirl, but I don't know mm-hmm. if I would get on a Ferris wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that you, would, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Just because you can't trust them, but no, I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would hardcore do a tilt a whirl, and then remember the one that would spin. Um, it would kind of go like you were in a circle. Oh, it, it was supposed to be like you were in a cold, like a ski, like a, a Arctic tundra or something, and it just rode in a circle. But the cart was, um hooked on the front and the back so it would swivel out so you would fly out so you were like kind of like parallel with the ground and uh, fly around I can't think what it was called uh, Abby. I'm, not make, I'm not making words <laughs> and what about the scrambler <laughs> do you remember the scrambler that was another good spinning around one that I loved.
0: no that I was don't when, I don't remember that um, one but here's two that I always made sure I, I got on I don't know the name of these but you would it's like round and you would hold on you, you there's like a chain that goes around your waist and then there was like these handles that you held on the side and it would just go really fast and then the floor drops yeah the floor drops and you're just sitting there and there was always that one person never me mind you but there was always that one person that I don't know ate something they weren't supposed to eat in
1: and, Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. and uh, I saw I saw somebody throw up on There, It was like, they call call it like the parachute ride, but it was basically a slanted, you know what I'm talking about. It was like a slanted Ferris wheel, and like you sat two people in a little seat, and it spun around like a circle, like a Ferris wheel, but you had like a little roof over you, and they're all different colored. There was a red and green, a purple and blue and a white, and you wanted to get on the right color, and that's all it did. Mm -hmm. It didn't spin. It. I mean, you just rode it, and I saw somebody barf off of that once when Uh. I was a little kid yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: then um another one I remember it was it just went up it just went in circles, but it was like um and and this one made it made it seem like you were like in the Swiss Alps. I don't know why, but it it was a cart you just sat in you know, and you held the bar in front and it would go around, but it would also go up and down like hilly, and I remember That's what like, I'm the, talking okay, about okay and the, and then they will always play some like really cool music wow, just, yeah yes but you had to be careful because if you were like the heavy one you really mm-hmm. had to be on the inside because if not yep. you're squishing
1: the person <laughs> yes yeah. that's the one yes mm-hmm. that's okay t- yeah yes. i wasn't sure and then we would go forward and it would stop and it would sp- it would go backwards yes
0: yes yes, yes. And then the last one last one um i remember uh it looked like a pirate ship and just went forward and back, uh-huh. but, but, but every time it would go further up backwards, and then would drop mm-hmm. down further, and then eventually, if it had enough momentum, it would go all the way around. Not mm-hmm. a whole lot, but it was always a pirate ship. I remember.
1: Mm-hmm. So you know, the carnival had that. That I, you know, I've been to carnivals over the years, and I didn't mind that one mm-hmm. because the ones I went on, I would watch it because I don't like to go upside down. I won't go on anything that goes upside down, and it would just go back and forth. I'm like, okay but I went to Great America, the amusement park. Yes. Oh, it's not, well, it's not Great Adventure.
0: No, no, Great Adventure. Yeah, Great Adventure.
1: No, in Chicago, it was called Great America, and then it got oh. bought out by Six Flags. So okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think okay. It's called Six Flags now, but it was Great America when yeah. I was a kid. And that one, I, re- I was with high school kids. We're like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll ride that one. I had no idea because I didn't watch it first that it it went upside down. And so I that <laughs> one, <scared laughs> the, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> hated it. But I liked it when it didn't go upside down. But I love that one. But there was, there was, yeah, like I love the bumper cars too at an amusement park. Yes, Those are bumper so fun. Cars. That's how I learned how to drive eventually. Right? <laughs> I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you know what other
1: dumb game when I was a little kid that I loved and my mom would get irritated with it, but you, you won every time. And that's why I liked it. There was no skill to it. Do you remember the little floating ducks that just floated in a circle and you picked up a duck and you won a prize?
0: Yes. Aww. Like wait, the baby rubber duck. wait, wait. Is that where you got all the ducks from in your house?
1: Well, I have a love of ducks that came from other things. But yeah, I have a lot of little, I, I haven't taken pictures of rubber ducks lately. There's, I changed them out to. in my they guest are so I know.
0: They're yeah. so cute. They're so cute.
1: Yeah, I usually have them for different different seasons. I've yeah. seen them rubber ducks and yeah,
0: that's ducks. that's part of things I look forward to when I come over to the oh. your house and I stay over and I go into the bathroom like, where's the ducks? Okay.
1: Yeah, rubber ducks.
0: Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah,
1: so yay. So and, and and you know, eat. Wait, wait. I just a small shout out to the carnival food because it is not officially a carnival unless you have a lemon shake up that tastes like ten gallons of sugar am I right? Mm, That sounds like diabetes in a glass. It is. That's all right. You got to have, you got to have one of those Mm -hmm. and you got to have a corn dog. Yes. Got to have a corn dog Mm -hmm. and you got to have a funnel cake.
0: Oh yes. Got to have have a funnel cake on there. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: and you know, we had a, we had a fairgrounds, the, the county fairgrounds, um, st charles where i was living up in chicago in the burbs and they had a fancy ass funnel cake truck and they had red velvet cake funnel cake with cream cheese frosting
0: okay see i was all right until you said cream cheese but well, I you can get
1: that. it without it you can get that red velvet cake with the powdered sugar on it i'm not mm-hmm. saying there's a way to work around your lactose well, so you
0: know. it was delicious <laughs> i know
1: I know. Okay. Speaking so, of cooking. <laughs> so
0: that's going to lead me to the next segment. You know, our yes. second love next to cocktails is, of course, food. That's why my right. ass is in the gym because I can eat. Mm-hmm. All right. Food, summertime means what? Cookouts. Yes. Yeah. Cookouts. Yep. You know, Benny loves to cook. But, I mean, for me, you're not going to starve at my house, but I am not Martha Stewart. You know, and there's no Gordon Ramsay. That's my sister. She, Thank God she cooks because – I mean, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. All right. So mm-hmm. for me, what I, what I I when I do cook, when I feel like I'm really getting down in the kitchen, for one of the things I love to make is, I actually discovered this by accident. Okay. So um, first of all, I want to kind of like go in this specific order to make this. Okay. So first of all, because I am Blasian, that's right. That means half of me is Asian on my mother's side. We... It is mandatory for every Asian, and if you watch Joe Coy special, he will tell you, every Asian is taught how to make rice this way, okay? And if you don't believe me, mm. go ask your Filipino friends. If you have any Asian friends, they will tell you. Okay, so what you do is you get, you know, you, we had jasmine rice, and with, and with my mom, it wasn't like go to... At, for us, we had it was either Acme or Pathmark as far as like grocery stores, but to get jasmine rice, we went to the actual Asian you know Asian food stores. So we'd get okay. like a big 25 pound you know plastic bag of rice. And When I mean plastic, I'm not talking about like like Uncle Ben's plastic. I'm talking about it looks like a potato bag that kind uh-huh. of plastic, the big uh-huh. bag of rice. And so we would go ahead and get one cup of rice. And you put it in there and then we would, inside the pot, and then you would go and you would rinse it. You would rinse it out and you would just keep on repeating that process until that water was clear. Once it was clear, then you would go and kind of like ha- take your hand and ma- and put your, so it's fingertips down into the water. Now, that water has to hit the very first digit of that finger, your middle finger, because it's the longest one. That's how you know you have the perfect amount of water for your rice. It never fails. Matter of fact, Jenny, when I go to your house, I will show you. It never fails. I'm kind of
1: mad that you've never showed me this. So keep going because now you're going to be making me some rice. Okay, go on. I am the
0: rice queen in this house. And when jasmine rice is done right, it's like, it smells so good. I mean, so b- balsamic rice is good too, from which is the Indian rice, but jasmine rice is like, that's why when you go into every Asian you know place and you smell that rice, it smells different. That's jasmine rice. So anyway, so we go ahead and we make our little jasmine rice. So that's, that's done. Then what I did, I went ahead and got like shrimp. Uh, it's, it's like a, a kielbasa, you know, you go and you, you know, mm. I, I cook that up. So there's that. And then I went and made some shrimp. So I went ahead and got that that shrimp done. And then I went ahead and found like this little pasta. Um, I don't I do even remember what it was. It was from Birdseye. I don't know. So then I, I cooked it. But then afterwards, I put it all together. So I don't know what you call that. It sounds New Orleans. I don't know. But I made it. And it was such a success. And then like Dee <laughs> wanted me to make it like three times in a row. I'm like, I'm getting a little sick. It is. It was good the first time. But no. <laughs> but I surprised myself, you know, because it was like so good. And I think I used up every pot in my house, but it was, <laughs> it was so <laughs> good. okay. So then
1: um, wait, let me just say that that to me, like, that's way the way, like, I had to find my own way in the kitchen uh-huh. before I found out how I, you know, how to cook. And then what I love is when you do stuff like that, where like, it's, it's almost funny that you don't even know if you can replicate it again, because yeah. you invented it.
0: Mm -hmm. And then you got to try and you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know if I could.
1: Yeah. There's a couple of times where I'm like, I don't know how I did this. And if I don't remember it, because I'll just like start playing in the kitchen i'm like i hope you like it because we're never having it again because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i did <laughs> well too and, you know, that, and,
0: yeah. and usually it comes like that those little um contraption came because it was like i didn't feel like leaving the house i think it was uh-huh. raining you know and i'm that's like that's the like best way the house, so let me just see what i have what i have in a cupboard okay and i just start pulling stuff out you know
1: you know what i call mm-hmm. that game at home when i do the same thing i'm like what? okay on, on today's game of chopped because on Chopped on the TV show, they give you a box and you can only cook out of oh, what's yeah. in the box. Yeah. So I always go, Okay, on today's game of chopped, what do I have? And I'm like, you know, you go, All right, I've got some lettuce, some bologna. And some Elmer's glue. What am I going to make? Oh, and you no. just kind of go, uh-huh. I'm just joking. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, know, you have random some stuff. Some of that you stuff, you go, yeah. I, I've
0: seen that. Because yeah. Tanya, my sister, she's the cook. So she, she, I mean, she eats, live, breathes food channel, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, I watch that. And some of that stuff they do, it is not fair. It's like, well, here's a fish head and some sausage and a cabbage. Come on now. No one's going to want right. to eat that, but sure enough, they wing it. They come it, up with
1: a way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. And then okay, last- so do, you, do you want to other... say you got more cooking?
0: Yeah. One more. One more. Okay. And this, again, okay. chicken adobo. When I make chicken adobo, that is a Filipino dish, all right? It's a Filipino dish. And it's really nothing, that, like it's not, you can make it as, uh, as exotic as you want, but the bare ingredients really is chicken. And I like to use- the dark, you know, the the dark meat, you know, which is thighs and Mm -hmm. and the legs up because it's, there's a little more fat to it, but that's, what's going to keep your chicken. I like chicken thighs the best. Yeah. You know, it keeps it, but there's that. And then um, see garlic, onions, soy sauce. You got to have soy sauce, Um, whole, uh, the whole black pepper, not ground, but the whole black pepper, the little round circle, bay leaves. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like to use the, 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 bamboo shoot the, 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 but the flower it's it's a bamboo not the shoot the bamboo flower itself before it actually becomes a big point it's a it's a flower and again you can find that in the in the asian you know food so when you buy your little i guess like the asian grocery store but yeah we go and we we cook that and with the side of the jasmine rice and hey, bay, Hang on, and i have a meal. question so mm-hmm.
1: it's not spicy
0: no Mm-mm. if you're not careful it can be a slightly too salty but see when i see the going.
1: word adobo i think like it's, I like there's a like adobo sauce yeah I well, had a really well, bad
0: yeah because from boya they have that adobo seasoning and yeah you put that in there but it's not it's not hot like spicy
1: Okay, well, then all I can tell you is that the next time you're here, you're making that for me with that damn right, <laughs> because and you were keeping a secret for me of some shit that you can cook. So I want to eat it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like,
0: but it's it, but it's like, it's all the Filipino. And, and that's one of the things, I mean, my sister, unfortunately, works two jobs now. So we, we lost a lot of that time together, but, you know, we would sit there And you know, make some food, and or she would teach me. She would tell me, "All right, do this, do that, whatever." And uh, it was really good. And I didn't know that she didn't know that I know how to make some really good bacon. Now it sounds like what's the big deal? It's bacon, but there's a certain type of bacon that we like to get. It's Smithfield's one I like to get. It's not it's not slab bacon. It's good bacon. It's not slab bacon, bacon, yes. But it's and then when I make it, I I like to um, chop up. Some um not too big, but chop up little um pieces of garlic and I put that in the bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, the girl. Mm. Yep. And I can make some okay. bombettes omelets too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said I'm not, like I said, I'm not like a gourmet, but you're not gonna starve in this house. Right. You'll be all right.
1: <laughs> well, and that's how, I mean, like I like to I just love to cook. And you know that I love like I I love to like collect recipes. It's it's kind of like I probably have more recipes than I have shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean. Like, and what I what I finally had to do is, I finally like I've pared away and thrown away a lot of magazines. What I did is, I went through them and pulled out the magazines and fastidiously because I'm OCD, put Mm -hmm. them in like a three ring binder with like plastic sheets and organized them. So I have, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have like a binder full of like entree kind of style. Then I have side dishes and potatoes and soups, and I have appetizers and breakfast and, and cakes and whatever. And I can just flip through them. And those, I have, a I have a, people start buying me recipe books a lot too. And I have a lot of recipe books that I go off of, but I really go off of my binders of stuff that I've discovered in all these different magazines. I wasn't a real good cook when I was younger because I wasn't allowed to do a lot of cooking at home. So I do remember like in the evolution, like I was saying, like when I, when I, (laughs) when I moved away I was in a dorm and then mm-hmm. I was in a sorority house where I didn't have to cook. So my first time cooking by myself was when I um, went for the summer for summer stock for theater. And okay. and honestly, we didn't have a lot of time to eat um, for the first couple of months because we had, to, we learned seven plays in a month and a half. And I mm-hmm. also was um, interning. So I had to help build all the sets and clean the theater. So you would get like a half an hour lunch and like a half an hour dinner. Like there wasn't a lot of time to eat. And I like didn't have time to think about the fact that I don't know how to cook. So I just resorted to the stuff that I could do, which was basically hot dogs, mm-hmm. minute rice, scrambled <laughs> eggs and toast. Okay. And I did, I bought a lot of frozen dinners. But the one thing that I learned how to make from scratch, which is the weirdest thing, and to this day, this is one of me and Isha's favorite comfort foods, and it's super weird, but here's the thing. I learned it from a girlfriend in college because – we, she wanted to have everybody over to dinner before we went to a party one night. And she said, I'm going to have everybody over for spaghetti. Now, I'm super picky. So I was like, okay, thank God it's spaghetti because I'll eat that. Because there's some weird stuff that I do not like. For everybody that doesn't know, I don't like ketchup. I don't like mustard. I don't like mayonnaise. Um, I'm I'm so-so on sour cream. It depends. Um, no relish. So, like, condiments are a big out. <laughs> um, I have, I have a hey, weird don't. thing on, on, I have a weird thing on vegetables. Like I like raw carrots, but not cooked carrots because texture, but yeah. I like cooked broccoli and not raw broccoli. So like weird stuff like that. So anyway, so I was like, Oh, please, dear God, don't let this be a weird dinner. She said she's going got a spaghetti. Okay. So I go with her to the store and she's going to buy all the makings for spaghetti. And this is what she bought. She bought a big thing of hamburger so far. So good. She bought a big bottle of ketchup, a bottle of mustard, a bag of brown sugar, And a big box of elbow macaroni. And that's when I thought to myself, what in the hell is she (laughs) making? And so we go home and I'm like, this is a problem because Normally, when, I, when people would ask me out to dinner when I was a kid with my parents, literally, my parents would stop before we got to whoever's house it was and buy me a McDonald's cheeseburger so I would eat something before we got in there because they knew I wouldn't eat whatever was at the table. Right. So they didn't want to embarrass the people <laughs> and say <laughs> she don't eat it. They would shove a cheeseburger in my mouth and tell me. I didn't eat pizza when I was a kid. I didn't eat pizza until I think my sophomore year in high school. Really? I just, there was, yeah, I didn't eat a potato. I wouldn't eat potatoes until I think I was in college before I ate a potato. What? So it was just weird thing. I think it's a texture thing and I think it's psychological. I don't know why it's weird. I'm trying to get over it. I'm a grown ass adult. I'm learning how to eat more stuff, but there's still stuff that I won't eat. So anyway, I have no place to get a cheeseburger. I'm going to have to eat this or I'm going to have to figure out what to do before we go to the party. Cause I can't go to the party and start drinking. Cause you know me, mm. unless I've had some food. So I'm like, Oh my God. So she makes this thing, and what she did is she browned it, browned the hamburger, put the ketchup and the mustard and the brown sugar and some salt and pepper, and then took that mixture and put it into the macaroni and stirred it all together. And this was our quote unquote spaghetti. And I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So we all sit down to eat it, and I love that nobody else made any recognition that this was weird. They were like, okay, it was a bunch of guys. And so I take a bite, and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And it was delicious. Really? and I did, Yeah, because I didn't know what ketchup and mustard and brown sugar together are, which now I understand that's the base of a sloppy joe. All you got to do okay. to make a sloppy joe is it's those three things plus vinegar and you got sloppy joe. So I didn't know that, but it, it's like the sweet and sour and tangy and then the, the carbs of the macaroni. And it's like this ridiculous comfort food that whenever something, it's always like in the winter. And so whenever something's going wrong or we're tired or we're cold, it will be like, I want hamburger macaroni. I'm like, yes. And you just eat it and put some cheese on it. And I've never changed it. I've never doctorated it. It is, it is what it is. So that was the first thing that I saw how to cook. So I knew how to make that. And I would make that when I was up in Wisconsin. And people loved that. People were like, what is that? So I'd have to cook it for everybody. It's super weird. But that was my first thing I learned to cook. Now I have gone kind of keto paleo in the last couple years. And so we're changing a lot of stuff. So my seasonal stuff, like things with pasta, I'm learning how to use like zucchini noodles. Or I just, I think I told you yesterday, I just found um, a six vegetable green pasta. Mm -hmm. So it's got, it's got a little bit of flour in it, but it's mostly vegetable and it's actually really good. So you can, I kind of switched up, I use spaghetti squash and make that for my pasta and stuff. So like in the winter, we do a lot of that kind of stuff. In the summer, we grill. In between, I love to make weird, not weird soups, but I like to copy soups off of things. So if I go to a restaurant and have a really good soup, I'll bring it home and copy. So one of my famous ones that everybody loves is a sweet potato kale and sausage soup, Mm -hmm. which is like a healthy, it's a healthy version of, oh, you would never have it. You couldn't, you wouldn't have had it at um, Olive Garden. They had this creamy kale and sausage soup with creamy, Mm -mm. right? So, but I took away the cream and the bad starchy potato and made it sweet potato with uh, a broth. So, you'd be able to have that one. I should make Mm -hmm. that for you sometime. So, I've kind of done stuff. I've really gotten into baking salmon lately and trying different kinds of sauces for my salmon. Um, In the summer, when I grill, Ish usually does the grilling and then I make the side. When I have, we used to have a party called the Big Ass Barbecue. It was once a year on Memorial Day weekend. And -hmm. we would have grilled country ribs and steak out which is a, like it's soaked in like tequila and lime and and those kind of flavors all this stuff but i made the, my world famous cheesy potatoes everybody wants the recipe for my cheesy p- potatoes and i will not divulge it unfortunately you will never have them because it does include cheese butter sour cream all sorts. so i'm sorry i'm sorry you will never have them um but so you've had, now that's the thing is when Shalane became my friend, I've had to work around because a good portion of my recipes do have butter or cheese or cream or something in them. But that's when I discovered and started making roasted cauliflower, which I know mm, you love.
0: That's my favorite.
1: Yeah. And that's just got olive oil and like all sorts of spices and seasoning that you roast it in the oven and it's delicious. So, and I've made pesto. You, you like my pet? Nope. Well, I've made pesto and took cheese out of yours, so yours was—I don't know what you'd call pesto without cheese in it—but you had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned, and the only thing—this is kind of funny—Shalane Sh- does not put dressing on her salads.
0: Nope. So. I
1: dry. Uh, she does. So th- I've had to learn and work around that, which is very interesting when you take into like issues keto. was being full keto last year. You were lactose. I was like, whatever. And then try and find something all of us would eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we found it. I would feed you. You did not starve. But, no. you know, along with me loving cooking, I got to tell you, the thing that I don't love is baking. Ish is the baker in the house. Yes, and he I is. And here's the thing. I And I found out in the world, people probably believe this, you're either a cook or you're a baker for the most part. And the reason why you're a cook is if you're the person that likes to improvise and throw shit together. And that's what I like to do is be like, that, what, what, happen, what happens if we put all this stuff together and see how it tastes? And you go, oh, maybe I'll put a, this and a little of that. Turns out I've learned over the years, you can't do that with baking because you'll screw it up every single time. <laughs> Not without me trying to, to like mess with it, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember, and the thing is, is my aunt was the best baker and she would like, I would stand next to her while she would roll out the pie dough from scratch and make the pies and she'd make the cakes from scratch and she made yeast cinnamon rolls from scratch and donuts Mm. and things and none of it washed off on me. None of it. Now the cooking Mm. did and she was a great cook too. Now She was a great cook and a good baker. The thing that really sucks is uh what the, one thing that went down with the ship was when we lost my aunt dorothy we lost her fried chicken because none mm-hmm. of us can replicate it mm-hmm. i guess my brothers i've heard my brother's pretty close i haven't had it but i i cannot do i have her skillet and i can't replicate her fried chicken because holy crap was it good so anyway let's talk about some disasters so i would have to say my 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 first memory of a big disaster it did have a happy ending was when i was about 16 i decided i was going to surprise my mom and i was going to make her chocolate chip pan cookies Mm-hmm. Remember when that came, that was a big new thing. Yep, yep. You make chocolate chip cookie dough and there was there was a, some adjustments to the recipe and then you put it in the pan. Well, one of the things that was involved in it was a stick of softened butter. And my mm-hmm. mom never kept any butter in the refrigerator. All butter was in the freezer. I have no idea why. Okay. I don't know if thought it was going to go bad. Okay. <laughs> So my dumb ass pulls out the stick of frozen ass butter, and I set it on the win sh- win- wind of the window, so like the sun would come down at while I was cooking, thinking, "Well, that'll warm it up." And it was still frozen solid by the time I needed it. So I thought, "Well, I'll just melt it." Uh-oh. So I put it in the I, mm-hmm. so I put it in the microwave and melted it, and put it in with the the batter, and added the chocolate chips, and didn't know or didn't think until. Started stirring that that hot melted butter would melt the chocolate chips until it turned into Ooh. a brown batter. It was brown. It was chocolate. Oh, no. And I went next door. I actually remember going next door to my my next door neighbor Lisa, and uh, said, "What do I do?" And she goes, well, "I don't know, dude." She's like, "Just throw it in the pan and see what happens." Now I I did, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It. I won't ever do it again because I know it was a mistake. I guess I could try it and see what happens. Maybe I'll ask one of our listeners, go ahead, melt the butter, melt the chocolate chips and see what happens when you make pan cookies. But yeah, I, it, was, it was like a hot mess because it was just runny chocolate everywhere. But um, it cooked okay. It was just, I was stupid because I don't know how to bake it. I don't think twice about it. So I've done that. I also got this almond cake recipe. There was this really lovely woman that I worked with that made this almond cake for my birthday. And I said, oh my God, that's delicious. And I'm like, I want the recipe. Well, it turns out you have to have a special pan for it. And there's a special recipe. It was like this Dutch almond cake. And so for Christmas, she gifted me with the little gift set of the cake, pan, and the recipe so I could make it on my own. So I was going to make it. And we we're going to make it for people coming over. And I take this little pan. I stick it in the oven. I follow it. Halfway through, I'm like, do you smell that? We're both, the, me and are in the living room. I'm like, that's, what is that? And we walk inside and literally the, the entirety of the cake is boiling over, like up and over and, and boiling onto the bottom of my oven. Like oh my it God. was, a, like it was alive. Like, I, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it was like a ghost and it was going, and I'm like, holy shit. So, you know, we stopped and we have to clean this. I mean, it was, it was bad. It was a mess. And I was like, well, I've done something stupid, and I was really mad, and Ish was like, okay, listen, I'll make it with you. So we, And I'm like, but I'm making it. You can watch me, but I'm making it. Put yes. all the recipe in. He follows me. Well, now I was hell-bent to make this thing. And we stick a pan underneath it just in case, but he's like, well, you followed the recipe perfectly. And I'm like, okay, put it in. 20 minutes into the baking, it did the same thing. Oh, God. So we still, to this day, have no idea what we did wrong, never made the cake again. I went, fuck it. Nope, done, bye. <laughs> Mm-mm. and never never told the lady from work that that's what i did and never use it again but yeah i have no idea what i did but totally trashed it um so yeah that was a good one too do you have any personal disasters you can share oh cool. Yeah.
0: okay so um meatloaf we all heard of it mm. we all know what it's supposed to look like we know what it's supposed Uh-oh. to taste like not mine. (laughs) What? Not mine. And I'm going to preface this by just putting this out there. I was raised on Filipino food, not American food. So things like steak, I don't know how to make a steak. Um, I don't know how to make meatloaf. I really don't know how to make any kind of red meat whatsoever because we didn't have a lot of red meat. So my Uh one and final attempt at making meatloaf was um it, it resulted in something that kind of looked like a burnt football. It was just it was just not oh, Jesus. Good.
1: <laughs> Haven't I made meatloaf for you? I feel like I have. Yeah. I have like the fan those the fancy little baby meatloaves. That's another thing yes, that I make that yeah. like a Yeah. They're Numpy. good. They're like a little Dijon spicy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, steak is another. It's like, and I have. I mean, I, I see. I don't know. Do you fry steak? Do you? Because we don't have a grill. I mean, we have like an a George Foreman electric grill, but that no, that's not really a grill. We we kind of like that. We inherited that from a neighbor that passed there's, away. But how, there's how some
1: people. That? See, there's some people that cook their steaks in a cast iron skillet and it looks amazing. Yeah. And I haven't mastered that very well. I'd rather, we always, we've always had a grill because I grew up with a grill. And down here, I think we've said like before, you can grill outside year round almost. And so I'll grill my steak outside pretty much. I don't know if I've ever grilled, like I'll cook, we have a foreman too, and I'll cook chicken on a foreman and I'll cook like a pork chop on a foreman. Um, But usually when I'm going to make a sauce or something to go with it. Because it, it saves on, like, frying. Like, if, you, if you're if you going to saute a piece of chicken in oil, you might as well cook it on the foreman and then add the sauce. And then you're – I'm cutting out a little fat from it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the steak – like, you see – have you ever seen, like, the chefs when they have the spoon and they're spooning, like, butter over the steak and it's cooked yeah. in that – I haven't gotten that far. See, I think mean, I should then, try like, it. I and
0: then, like their, their grills have those nice little lines on them and everything. And- Ish can do that. I got to tell mm-hmm. you, with
1: our new grill that we just got, the yeah. the one F, the one that he set on fire, um, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's real good. Like he's got the he's got the marks and he's got the temperature down. I could probably cook a steak on a grill. I I hesitate to say I wouldn't have the good marks and I'd probably overcook it or undercook it. I'd probably be yeah. panicked. Yeah. And pull it off too early. I can cook a burger on a steak. I just don't like to cook on the grill. Ish likes to do that. Speaking of which, also, Ish likes to do breakfast because he, he took over the learning of the breakfast because number one, I cannot flip an egg and I cannot flip a pancake. I can't flip them. I can't do
0: it. Really? No, For some I reason flip that the is a pancake, skill. but, yeah, the uh-uh. egg, nah,
1: uh-uh. Uh-uh. And mm-hmm. so we don't eat, like, if he wants, I can make really good, my, my scrambled eggs, you've had my scrambled eggs. Yeah. I can make really good scrambled eggs, but I cannot make a fried egg to save my life because I can't flip it. I can't. Mm. And, I, and I can't make pancake. So- he he's in charge of pancakes and waffles and breakfast and his, and his baking. He's the baker because clearly he also, I think he saw long ago before uh, we got married with my attempt at baking that he was like, I'm going to have to learn how to do this shit because if not, I ain't going to eat baking goods. <laughs> so he's, he loves to bake, but he's very precise. Mm-hmm. He likes to me- he follows the recipe to a T and he measures everything off. His biscuits, I'm telling you what, are better than any biscuit down here in the South that I've ever had. And I've had friends over you that have had their it biscuits. Should,
0: it should go on Nailed It. I bet he'd do great. Uh,
1: well, that's, you know what? You can, you, if you can bake, you can make the, the underneath part. It would be his attempt at like frosting and making all those little characters. I don't know how he would do with that. But no, they're like, you that, know. But, but, but
0: that's the entertainment factor of the right, show. Right, for yeah. sure. Okay, for that, sure. that's it. We're getting him on the show, damn it. That's it. You that's
1: should. Awesome. We need, yeah. we, yeah, we need to start, yeah, we need to start a campaign to get him unnailed it. Yeah. Um. Or or worse, you see, I would be the one that needs to go and nailed it because I'm the dipshit that doesn't read the recipe like all those idiots. I'd be the one because I'd be making the half-ass cake. Although I got to tell you, I feel like I'm smart enough to know that you got to spray the inside of the pan. There's too many of those idiots that like come on, that is basic. So.
0: And you would know how to a use show. a damn mixer. There's people get on there. They don't know how to make the mixer. There's, so they're using a fork or, or a little whipping. Uh, whipping whisper, and on the floor, that's how they like to do shit. I'm like, get your ass off the floor. Off
1: the, well, yeah, but Shalene, I would not know how to use a mixer. I don't have a stand mixer. What? No. Uh-uh. There's I no need, way. Well, you I, know
0: what? I need to give you mine. I have one of those fancy like KitchenAid heavy. heavy yeah. One. Yeah. I, yeah. Have that. I've, I think I've used it twice.
1: Well, we've never gotten one. Well, Just because I, 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 I've never, because you know what, I've never said, oh, I want a, a mixer because I don't bake, so I've never had it. But I have a handheld mixer. You want to know something? I have the same mixer that I got when we got married. So I have a twenty seven year old hand mixer that we use, and I'm mm-hmm. fine with it because I, yeah, girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we, so you're right. I, but I would, I would be a joke on that show, and Ish would be like, like he would, he would be able to make all the cakes. He would definitely be able to make the product. I just don't know how he would do with the artistic part, but I wouldn't either. Like I'd be That's doing this. stick the funny for years and- <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Hey, before we, before we cut out, because I know we've been chatting, this has been a great, great episode again, but I've got to talk about. Yes, and I'm hungry. If we, if we can, we can, I know, we can share the story because I'm calling you out. Oh, but it was really man. funny. I thought we were done I'm calling you me. out. I'm calling you out on one of the, the funniest food accidents. <laughs> So <laughs> is at my house and it was one of those lovely mornings, which I have to say, we used to enjoy the mornings where she didn't have to work uh, in the morning and I didn't have to work in the morning and very like, so every once in a while we'd both get up together, we would have coffee and we'd watch the news and chit chat and, you know, just when like, and I didn't really eat a lot in the summer because I didn't want to eat before a tour, but she mm-hmm. would want to eat something now before she went to work out. So, you know, she's like, she's my sister now. She's family. If you want to get mm-hmm. something to eat, you know where the stuff is. That's go right. make yourself something to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, and that doesn't mean that I don't host you too and make you dinner. And, oh, no, you know, yeah, dinner. yeah, you do. But, you know, but so there's, a, you know, but once, you're, once you've been at my house, you know, for months at a time, you know where it is. Go get yep. yourself breakfast. Mm-hmm. So she decided to go in and make herself some eggs. Now, (laughs) I think you were making scrambled eggs. You had, well, yeah, because you don't flip eggs either. But this is what I'm, I hear the clink, 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 chink, 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 you know, noise of the this and the that. And we're talking and we're cutting up and we're drinking coffee and I got the TV on. And all of a sudden I'm like, the hell is that smell? (laughs) And you're talking and do to do and you're like, and you go, what the? And I'm like, what is going on? What are you making in there? And I'm like, well, maybe she's making some weird-ass Filipino stuff that I don't know what she's making because it smells weird. <laughs> Shalane, Filipino what did you does not ask? <laughs> you? Well, I didn't know. But let me just say, what do I discover that you used out of my cupboard instead of oil in the pan for your eggs? What did you use? Okay. Oh, I
0: want to tell everybody. The story. First of all, I was not wearing my glasses, okay? And none of her mm-hmm. body- Labeled all right, so I picked up. A- Wait, what? My <laughs> bottles are labeled. <laughs> I thought this, I thought this bottle was olive oil, and it wasn't. It. And that explains why my egg stuck to the frying pan, it was vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> well, She's now I'm like April vinegar. Fresh. <laughs> I'm April Fresh now.
1: <laughs> uh huh. She cooked vinegar. In my sauté pan at like this really high temperature. So she was because you get you know she went out hot. It was boiling vinegar. That's what I smelled, and then the eggs hit it, and that's <laughs> friends, friends, Romans, countrymen, cook, Try cooking some vinegar and some eggs in your house, and imagine what that thing smelled like. <laughs> now let me tell you something. Oh my that bitch sure ate them. Oh, I did I not make her eat them. She sure was like, I'll just eat them. I'll just yep. eat them. She was yep. so mad.
0: Yeah, I ate every single crumb. I ate every single piece of my crumbly scrambled eggs because it
1: did not look <laughs> good. It was a look. Oh, oh my, God. my God. That was the funniest thing. Now, you know, that every time she goes in my kitchen, I go, look at the bottle. Can you read it? Can you read
0: it? <laughs> Where are your glasses.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I think so, this all right. So I'm gonna
1: cheers you for that. I'm gonna hear yes. my flow.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 so I'm gonna end it right here, guys. Mm-hmm. So I want to again thank everyone for listening. Um, it's been a pleasure. I can't believe ten episodes, I and mean, we, we I just know, started, just not even thinking we'd get this far. And lo and behold, we are here, and we're here mm-hmm. with you. So Yay. um, make sure that you know if you're listening this on Apple Podcasts specifically, please like and um give us a review rate us you know there you got one for like try again and five for for like absolutely incredible thank you and um follow us on facebook and on instagram with O girl g-u-r-l podcast and on twitter make sure you follow podcast girl which girls also spell with g-u-r-l and make mm-hmm. sure you like us. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And please do not send us vinegar. We don't need any more vinegar, so don't <laughs> send us any. <laughs> we're going to get um, from right. some from Heinz. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's what we need. Um, hey, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I've got exciting news for next week. Next week, I am so excited yes. because we are going to have guests again. And this time, not one, but two. Ting, ting. Two. Yeah. Better than one. Wow. We are going to bring – we're going to focus on theater stories. Um, background funny theater stories because we are bringing on some friends that are actors. There are, and they're, they're friends of all of ours because we also were all, we all worked on the stunt show. Y'all worked for me, basically. Um, mm-hmm. We all worked in the stunt show together, but they're OG. They were original cast members of the stunt show. So, Next week, Tina and Caleb Mitchell will be attending. It's so hard for me to say Tina and Caleb Mitchell because I knew it when it was Tina McCoy and Caleb Mitchell. They were not even engaged when I knew them. They were together. They got engaged and got married. It's crazy. I love them. They're super talented, ridiculously talented uh, people. And and, and, yeah, funny and awesome couple. And we're going to yak it up next week all together. So tune in next week. Um, and if anybody out there listening has any super fun theater stories, anything crazy that happened backstage, on stage, accidents that like ended happily or funny, send those in and we want to try and share them. So if I get some any, any good theater stories, um, we'll, we'll combine them along with Tina's, Caleb's, mine, and Shalane's. So can't wait for next week. Um, until then, Yes, thank you for hanging out with us. We love you all. I love you, Shalane. How about one more toast? Cheers, my love. Cheers. Bye.
0: Bye.